You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. Hey, guys. We have the full moon at 23 degrees of Sagittarius happening on June 14th at 4.51 a.m. Pacific, which is 7.51 a.m. Eastern. Check your local time to see when this lunation is occurring for you. So this last full moon of the spring happens to be a super full moon and also a strawberry moon. We get super lunations when the moon is closest to the Earth. The moon does not have a perfectly circular orbit. It is more of an elliptical. It is more of an oval in terms of orbit. So there are moments when the moon seems further away, which is a micro moon, and that's apogee. And the one that we're experiencing today is a perigee moon, it is a moon that's super, it is a moon that's closest to the earth. And we tend to feel these super moons more intensely. Not saying that we don't feel the micro moons intensely, because we absolutely do, but because of the moon's gravitational pull, we can definitely feel this tugging on our emotions. We can definitely see this tugging on our bodies of water on the earth. The moon affects the tides, the ocean, and it has a magnetic pull. So when you get these super moons and you get those moons that are closer to the earth, we can definitely feel them more intensely. And this is also a strawberry moon. The reason why the last full moon of the spring is called a strawberry moon is because it's because ancient tribes and natives observed the growth cycles in the earth and at that point in time there were more berries forming and particularly strawberries so the main so the name gets its association due to that this is a period where strawberries are at their peak and they're ready to harvest and so they got their association due to that energetically and on a spiritual level this could be a time where you're ready to take action on your goals you're starting to see that there's some sort of growth you're starting to see that some things might be ready and ripen and ready for you to harvest So this could be a period where you're seeing that your goals are almost ready to harvest, if not ready to actually go forward with. When it comes to the vibes of this moon, it is mixed bag. This moon, in terms of the transits, are mixed baggy. So we have alignments that are favorable. We have some alignments that may be comfortable and require us to make some sort of changes. And because we are dealing with full moon energy, this is a period where we are looking at what's working, what's not working, and what needs to be tweaked, and what we need to move forward from. So some serious stuff could come up during this lunation, as well as some enjoyable stuff. when I look at the vibes on the graph, there is an odd mix going on. There's a steady stream of social energy as you get from the 14th all the way to the 16th, but it's mixed in with some solitude energy that's popping up and intersecting that around the 15th to 16th. So it could be a mixed bag in terms of what you're doing. You could feel the need to be social, but you could have moments where you're needing to pull back. Also, the psychic energy is pretty high here. And so this could make you more sensitive to energies. You could definitely have one of those moments during this lunation or during this full moon where you're having an intuitive downloads, you're having a lot of dreams, um, definitely write stuff down because this could be a moment of a lot of high psychic activity as a result. And some of this just may require a little bit of alone time so you can figure out what's going on with you and what you're picking up. And also just to kind of clear out any energy that you're absorbing from other people. It's interesting to see solitude energy when we have Sagittarius and Gemini energy, but this is due to the square with Neptune and a few other alignments that are going on. And Mercury, the co-ruler, because the chart ruler is Jupiter, but Mercury is the co-ruler. Mercury happens to be in shadow still. It'll go out of shadow in the next couple of days. So there's some funky stuff going on with Mercury, which could make things just a little bit off when it comes to communication and socializing. And we have a smidge of romance here. We have a little bit of solitude again in the beginning. So at the beginning of the moon, you might experience a little bit of flirtation and, you know, a smidge of just thinking that you might want some time to yourself on the 14th itself, which is some contradictory energy, but sometimes that's how these transits work. But now that we're at this cycle of completion, 
question. Think about what was going on with you six months ago regarding Sagittarius energy. As I was saying before, full moons are cycles of completion. They are peak energy. And this is where we look at what's working for us, what we're ready to launch, what goals are actually flourishing, and the things that we need to tweak so that way they can actually work out for us, or the situations where we need to walk away from something because they're no longer working. So think about where you were since December 16th of 2021. What type of Sagittarian themes have you adopted in your life? What's working in Sagittarius energy for you? What needs to be polished? What needs to be worked through? And what may need to be removed or closed out entirely in your life because it's no longer working for you? With these full moons, I'd like to ask reflective questions so you can think about what type of Sagittarian vibes you were trying to create in your life. So what type of Saggy things were you trying to incorporate? Have you taken action on opportunities? In other words, have you shoot your shot when it comes down to goals that you have? When we're dealing with Sagittarius energy, we're dealing with all the possibilities. We're dealing with all the opportunities we have in front of us. And Sagittarius energy is one of those energies where you don't have self-doubt. You just go for it. You aim your arrow at whatever goal you might have in mind. Sometimes you aim multiple arrows at a situation. In other words, this could be applying for multiple jobs, applying for multiple scholarships, looking at what other programs you can get in, and you're not just applying for just one. This is where Gemini and Sagittarius are very similar. They need a lot of variety. They need a lot of options. And Sagittarius is ready to just go for it and make it happen. So, And, and this could be in relationships too. This could be in a, your dating life. You're not narrowing yourself down to just one person and you're looking at all the options that you have available to you. Or if you have your sights set on just one person, have you taken that opportunity to just you know ask them out without letting regret or fear or dread or embarrassment or feeling like you're going to get rejected stop you because a lot of times that is the stuff that stops us from doing a lot of things because we're afraid of how we're going to come off and what it's going to look like and when it comes down to the regret the only regret you really are going to feel is just not taking that opportunity so you might as well just shoot your shot and this is one of the things that I absolutely love about Sagittarius energy you're just not plagued with imposter syndrome when you're dealing with an abundance of Sag energy with Saggy energy we have an abundance of unbridled confidence and enthusiasm and hope and that's what helps a Sag, this is what helps Sag energy actually do what it does best. And that's going after things. That's taking that journey. That's expanding their horizons. It's that journey into the unknown and just hoping that everything will work out. So hopefully this is one of those things that you guys incorporated from the Sag energy. And if you have, hopefully it's working out for you guys. And speaking of unbridled enthusiasm, this is also one of those energies where we work on being overly pessimistic. This also ties in with the shooting your shot stuff, but this is mostly coming from a place of positivity and not being as pessimistic about your situations, not looking at your limitations and your restrictions and having that be the thing that stops you from doing anything you want. So have you been working on being less restrictive, less pessimistic, and being more hopeful, being more enthusiastic, and just adopting a more upbeat sort of personality and sense of being? Which within this energy, it's about being upbeat. It's about having having a better sense of humor and laughing things off in life and not being so serious, not taking things so seriously. It's about having the realization of being too toxic, being too intense, and being too rigid is just making life miserable and realizing that taking things too seriously is not always the option. Obviously, you have to have a healthy balance when it comes to this because there are points in life where we absolutely need to take things seriously, but there are points in life where it's just like taking things so seriously is just going to stress us out, so why even bother? And also with this, have you learn to adopt a new philosophy and a new belief system because this also ties in with some of that. This could have a 
lot to do with your perspective of the world, your philosophy on dating, your philosophy on work, philosophy on a philosophical level as well, you know, in adopting something like that in your life because a lot of people love philosophy. So this could have been a time where you're deep diving into philosophical topics. Has this been a time where you've been learning more about that? And speaking of learning within this energy, have you decided to go back to school or start a program if you haven't already been to college? During these last six months, you looked up what type of academic programs you can start, what type of colleges you might want to go to. And even if it's not colleges, it's just taking online courses or getting some sort of certification certifications a lot of time hold a lot of weight at this point not everybody's wanting to go to college because of the student debt situation and you know Sagittarius has a lot to do with that and obviously education so this could have been a time where you're deciding that you're taking online courses instead and getting certified I mean there's plenty of credible certificate programs out there like Google University and things like that if you're wanting to go more tech or marketing and things like that so this could be a time where you are looking into any type of academic program or any type of educational program to help better your life and more so widen your perspective and just give you more opportunities to actually grow and take a job in your chosen field and with Sagittarius energy we look at the journey you know what kind of journey have you started what type of new unexplored territory have you been looking at in your life this could have a lot to do with travel this could be a journey of wanting just to be that person that travels more a lot of us got cooped up over this last couple of years and a lot of people are wanting to travel right now at this point because they're realizing how important it is for them to see other things than their own backyard. So this could have been a period where you're looking at a game plan so that way you are traveling more, you are exploring new cities or countries and things like that. Or it could have been a period where you're looking to relocate somewhere completely different. And by that, that could have been international because Sagittarius rules international travel or travel over water. It could be a cross-country move with Sagittarius as well. It doesn't always necessarily have to be overseas, but it's definitely long-distance travel, further travel than your own neighborhood. Gemini does neighborhoods and, and your city and local environment because Gemini and Sagittarius are both travel signs. Even within Gemini energy, you can see some longer moves than you would normally but this could have been a period where you're really making that sort of move for yourself so hopefully this Sag energy has been working out lovely for you guys hopefully you guys have been able to widen your perspective and expand your horizons let go of limiting beliefs that have held you back from all the opportunities that are out there just waiting for you let's look at the transits for this lunation and see what we can expect as a reminder don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow and if you'd like to support the work of this channel you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee There's a link in the description box below. So this moon transit wise is a mixed bag of energies. The chart ruler is in an okay position. It's an actually, I want to say a decent position, but it is hitting some complex areas of the chart as well as the co-ruler Mercury. It's in shadow and it is hitting some complex alignments as well. The moon and the sun are in opposition as they are at full moons. Full moons are when the earth is between the moon and the sun. So which is why we have full light when we have full moons because the moon is able to reflect the sun's rays unlike it is when we have a new moon and is obstructed by the sun's rays. But this could have us feeling like we're at a tug of war when it comes down to some of our relationships. It could cause us to feel like we're having a little bit of adversity and there could be some uncomfortable fluctuations when it comes down to our facts versus our belief systems during this lunation because of the opposing factors being in Gemini and the moon being in Sagittarius this moon is going to be making a square to Neptune as well so that's definitely going to tie into that even more the moon and the sun are in a t-square with Neptune right now and so that's going to tie into this even more in terms of our beliefs and 
our opinions versus the truth, what we want to believe versus the truth, anything to do with denial, because we don't want to accept the situation for what it is. A lot of that's going to come up during this lunation where we're going to have to deal with looking at things for what they really are and not because we want them to be that way or not because we hope them to be that way or not letting our opinions get in the way of that. Plus this moon is also quincunx, the north node and semi-sextile, the south node. So this is going to bring up areas where we do need to make a lot of changes when it comes down to our belief systems where we need to let go of old ideologies that are holding us back, or even situations where our entitlement is holding us back, where we have the belief that we're owed something. And so it's holding us back. It's it's causing bad optics for us in terms of the way people view us or job situations. It's coming off like we're ready to step on people's toes because we want something and we believe that we're better than other people. So this is something that you want to be careful with when it comes to this energy and curb that in any way you can. Otherwise, it's going to backfire in a lot of ways. It's urging you to make changes in those areas so that way you're not doing that to yourself and you're not shooting yourself in the foot. At least this moon is trying Chiron and also Mars. Even though this is a separating trine, both these celestial bodies will also give you the action that you need to take care of some of these circumstances that I was mentioning earlier. It could be a situation where you're healing areas of your life that I was mentioning in terms of belief systems and entitlement and just being opinionated and not accepting the truth. So this could help bring some extra clarity in moments where you might feel more foggy. With the chart ruler, Jupiter, it's semi-square to Venus and Uranus and the North Node. So, So there could be issues when it comes down to breaking free and busting loose in career situations and in relationship situations. So you want to be careful of that because the Uranus energy can make you feel somewhat erratic, somewhat jittery, and just wanting to make drastic changes too quickly to something that you might regret later. So you just want to make sure you're taking your time. You want to make sure you're taking a healthy approach to make the changes to get to where you need to get, to get to a place where you're starting something fresh and new for yourself, but you just want to make sure you're doing it in a way that that's not going to cause you to implode. Luckily, Jupiter is still in its conjunction with Mars and Chiron. It is separating. It's about 10 degrees away, but we can still feel the energy. You know, on a positive note, this is definitely good for taking action. This is definitely good for trailblazing area, becoming a trailblazer in certain areas of your life. Looking at where you want to start a new journey, where you really need to take action, and the areas of your life that no longer serve you, you're walking away from and you're starting a new chapter for yourself. This type of energy gives us the motivation to push through our obstacles so that way we can open up and show our true potential and go after that we would love to shoot our shot at. With Jupiter making this loose sextile to Mercury and Pluto, this is also going to be amazing for uncovering things that you need to uncover in a healthy way. This is going to be great for communication. This is where we're seeing some of that social energy that's popping up, even though there's that solitude energy with some of the harder alignments. So this is going to be a day where even with some of the edgy stuff going on, you may be able to explain yourself better. You may be able to recover better. You may be able to have some deeper conversations with people and come up with a game plan that's going to get you out of whatever rut you might be in or get you on the right track to having better coping skills co-rulers in a semi-square to Mars and Chiron. So communication, again, this is a very dicey moon in the sense where things fluctuate. Communication-wise, we definitely need to heal certain areas of our life in terms of the way we speak to others, in terms of the way we speak to ourselves. So in this lunation, we might have to work on our internal dialogue. We might have to work with the way we speak to others. And we might have to work on the way we assert ourselves. Because this one can go either way where you're not asserting yourself the way you should versus you are overly asserting yourself. So you want to be careful careful with that. Also, with it being in shadow, this is going to pull up some energies from May. More so about the first week of May, things might come up to get examined. 
Things might come up, so that way you're able to resolve them. You're able to understand the facts of a situation. It might be uncomfortable, especially with some of the other energies happening with Mercury, but it is going to bring up a lot of Mercury retrograde elements all throughout this lunation. Also, this Mercury is in a T square, the landing T square, since Mercury has just left Taurus, so it's at a sign. But we may still pick up some elements again from the month of May, where we're having to work on something with communication. It could be some of our relationships. It could be relationships with siblings. It could be anything to do with money noise or confidence and self-work that's coming up that we need to resolve within this energy. So yeah, this is definitely a mixed bag sort of lunation. It is definitely about resolving things. It is definitely about tweaking things that need to be and doing what you can to move forward from the things that limit you. Anyway, I hope you all have the best full moon in Sagittarius ever. Later, guys.